Hey everybody, welcome back to Two Bros. Different Mo's. So I am particularly excited about this podcast um, because we talk about changes, I guess, in the podcast. You know, we confront a few things. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's I think it's important for people to hear this episode because it'll just kind of help give. I guess context and direction and just an idea of where we kind of want to go with this yeah absolutely it'll uh give them a preview or an idea of the trajectory in which we are uh uh rocketing ourselves towards um this is a conversation specifically about me having a shift in consciousness and then approaching you to 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 just uh explain this to you and and give you an idea of where i was now coming from right which for me you know from what people will see in the podcast was um i don't know i don't even know the word for it still because for real like i'm telling when i left that day i guess like i said i felt unsure yeah uh but also one of the reasons i like this episode is because of the transparency like i feel like it lets people into uh, more of like our partnership and like yeah. how we operate kind of behind the scenes type of thing yeah you know we're not necessarily putting on a show right i mean that's what this is but we're showing you just the things that happen in our brains right that people aren't normally hearing or seeing and then also you know this show started from our friendship and when again from what people hear from the podcast because there were things that i felt like you said during that conversation that um for me probably would have affected our friendship if we didn't clarify it and i think that's why it's so important that we that's why i wanted to record this conversation that we had about it so um i hope people enjoy it and get like get something out of it i got something out of it um so i'm kind of glad in the direction that we're going to be going in now me too Uh, and i really hope people like enjoy this episode and then just enjoy what we have coming in the future oh yeah which we don't even know yet but we know it's gonna be good oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you ready let's get into it here we go all right uh we were talking about the uh conversation we had and yeah police brutality you were telling you were explaining to me fears yeah yeah. things like that and then it just yeah how it rules your life yeah that's just where i was you know that's where i was coming from i feel like it's in order to to help people kind of kind of get a better idea not to necessarily help them fully understand because Mm. until you live it you won't truly know it Mm. um but uh, just to give them a better idea and this is what helps this this listening to this conversation will give them a little bit of experience because the more and more you expose yourself to these things the more you become in tune and aligned with them and, and you'll begin to understand yeah so if i had to label it as one thing it would be awareness or consciousness yeah this is this has been this has been the journey that I've gone on for okay. quite some time, and I fought it. I resisted a lot. It's uh, it's what you, you know. Just so I could see consciousness in there. Are you at a loss for words, bro? A little bit. <laughs> so you asked me. You were you you were curious, or you had a concern about where how this would affect the podcast. Uh, and then also, I just kind of felt like it made for me. It made uh, it. it it kind of seemed like we were on like two different pages as far as what, like what we were doing or what we were trying to do. Mm, okay. Um, because to be honest, I like we do talk about a lot of things like as far as police brutality or like when we first started, you know, like it yeah. was that's kind of what was going on. Yeah. And, um, George Floyd and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and that's all of that was happening. 
Um, and so that's kind of how I got started. Um, I never imagined that we would just continue to talk about that. Yeah, you know, me you know, Yeah, so um, in the I, beginning, you know, in the beginning, I had always had kind of like concerns about like how hard you were going on social mm. media. We had always talked about that. Yeah. Because remember, I had told you, I was like, has your family said anything to you yet? I was like, because they're mm-hmm. going to say something. Yeah. And then like a week or something later, you came back and you were like, oh, yeah, like. <clears throat> You know, this happened. Yeah, um, that was a that. I mean, that that was a that was detrimental to my. Uh, I mean, it was it was necessary for my evolution, but it was detrimental for my for my ego. And well, I actually hated to see that. You know, I always tell you, I got you know, hurt, you, um, I got upset by it. Yeah, know. and uh, but that's what that's what kind of like social media does. Yeah. Um, but I was upset about the fact that it. It hurt like your familial relationships because you know how how close I am with my family. So yeah. I I'm always like uh, fighting for that uh, for that like familial bond or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that it was cool that you were. It was kind of cool to see you like learning about these new things. Yeah. And so we got started on the podcast, and then we had the conversation. I'm completely okay with talking about other things. Like there are other. Oh yeah, uh, you know, I n- I never I, believed that we would be on that one topic. Yeah, me either. I I was ne- I was never uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't have wanted you to think, or it wouldn't have been my intention for you to think that that's kind of where I was coming from. It was just that, like I said, that's kind of where I got a lot of my information. I got that's where I got my source material. Yeah, and it was like I and I told you that right. I was like, this is this you know. I was like, I, I would watch videos and I, I would see a thing and we would talk about it and it would kind of snowball. Not necessarily that's exactly what we would talk about, but I mean, a lot of time it was relative to you know whatever the source was. Mm-hmm. And my my thing was just like I can't participate in the source anymore, at least not those sources, right? Like, and you know that I was just letting you know. Not that I'm trying to change everything or anything like that or that I thought it was making a big change, but I could imagine that maybe if we were to sit down and talk, that maybe you would say something and and my response might be like, uh, what? Yeah. (laughs) You know, kind of similar to what just happened, right? Like, huh? And I didn't, I mean, you, as, as my friend and partner, I have to disclose that information. I have to communicate with you. I don't want to like, you know, throw you a curveball. We're like, all right, well, you know, like, I want to yeah. talk about this. And I'm like, all right, well, guess what? We're going here. You know, I didn't want to do that to you. So that was just me communicating with you. So one of the things that stood out to me, which I appreciate that because I like communication. Uh, one of the things that stood out to me. So this was the one thing that stood out to me that I was just like, okay, well, like, whoa, like this is, this was the thing I think that made me not respond at the time because I guess I had to process it and then also like say I was drunk so I didn't want to like say the wrong thing um so when you were telling me about it you were saying that you didn't want to like um you didn't want to go into it anymore and then you had said something uh like it doesn't affect me and I felt like that was coming from like a like honestly like a white privilege type of place because mm. it's like it's easy to say I'm not going to talk about it because it doesn't affect me because it doesn't affect you but then it's like it's not something that I can just say I can't talk about it right about because it does like it affects me it affects my community and all this. and so that when I think when I left that was like the one thing that just left me feeling like the most unsure or just like uh, I guess questioning a little bit Okay, that's fair. Um, I, I can see how you interpreted it that way. Yeah. 
um, this was not my intention. And when I say it doesn't affect me, what I mean is my my being, okay. not me as a person. It, it do I do I think that these things are horribly wrong and terrible injustices? Like I said, yes, of course. However, in order for me to maintain my balance within myself to try and remain healthy, it's not that I, I there's not a lack of care at all. It's just I can't continue to watch it all the time. Oh yeah, I mean, but. I mean, because that's what I did. It wasn't like I, you were doing that or it wasn't yeah. like that was what the podcast was about. Like I said, this was just me telling you I'm making a big change in myself. So you're going to see some things different coming from me. Not that not that uh, uh, racism doesn't affect me, so I don't care about it anymore. That's not it at all. Like I said, it's just my being, my spirit, my soul. I can't let it – I can't let the – the exposure of the of the horribleness you know it's almost like if you just watch people get shot every day right like this is this is just what i was doing so that makes sense to me and it makes sense to me also that which is why i didn't like just get like all mad and of like, course. pissed off about it because i most likely felt like it was more of a, like a miscommunication or mm-hmm. like a misunderstanding you know whatever um as opposed to you actually feeling that way right um but then that's also interesting to me because I completely agree with that, bro. Like I actually was a little concerned um, because. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for, <laughs> I, no, I'm serious because. <laughs> me too. <laughs> you, um, at one point you were like really heavy into watching like YouTube videos yeah. of um, <laughs> police brutality and all, stuff all and, day, every yeah, day. Yeah, and I remember you would be telling me like, "Oh yeah, did you um, <laughs> did you watch that uh that that video I sent you?" And I'd be like, "No, nah, I didn't watch it yet." But in my head, I'm like, "Hell no, nah, I ain't watched yeah. that shit." Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like no, I don't. My I thought don't was watch like, that. Uh, which one? Because you <laughs> yeah, sent me fifty. Like so them. many. Like, and and so I'm not gonna lie for real because that's why I had said that's that that is literally why I knew that somebody in your like family was gonna say something to you about oh, that yeah. because it was just so. Because if you were like, damn, yeah, <laughs> like, bro. Oh man, he's, yeah. Woo. Can you just imagine what it was like to them? Because yeah. for real, it was so. It was just like. That was you were never when I met you like politics and stuff like yeah. that. That was that was not anything that you were into. Yeah, I got wrapped up in it, bro. That has evolved, <laughs> right? And yeah. it's really easy to get wrapped up in it too. Yeah, that has evolved. But like when you started with the police brutality videos, it was just real. It was like all of a sudden, and then a lot. Yeah, and so I, I think laid it I, on yeah, thick. Yeah, and so I think that is what made it so. Um, like hard to take for some people because mm. it was that's why they thought something was wrong with your ass because yeah. like, and, and now it was and now i'm the now, now I'm like going all the, peace and shit uh, yeah i'm going yeah. the complete opposite direction and Servine's like hey are you okay are you right? yeah. you're not you're not posting your normal like uh police brutality, police brutality videos <laughs> you're not posting people getting shot yeah like, yes yeah, so everything all right and i'm like oh fuck yeah I, so i noticed that too because now because for real i'm telling you man at one point Whatever, if I was on Facebook, anything that I saw from you was like a shared like mm-hmm. YouTube police brutality video. So Ooh. I was a little concerned my damn self. Okay? Yeah. But it did help you come to a few realizations about like what goes on like in this country. Absolutely. As far as like race, police brutality, all this type of stuff. Yeah. And so like I said earlier, there is no there's no growth without some struggle or pain yeah. or hardship. You know, and 
you can you can take those you can take the you can take that pain or and suffering and you can either hold on to it or you can learn to process it and grow from it take something from it and build on it and then let let it go and you know what that's funny because I like I said at one point, bro. I for real, no bullshit. I was a little concerned because you was posting like a lot of those. Yeah, videos. but it wasn't um, so much so where I feel like I should say something to you about it because I did feel like I was like eventually I was like he'll like eventually yeah. stop that shit. Well, and, and you know, it, it, so. yeah, I had that thought a second ago too. Is like, well, how would I have even reacted if you did say something to me about? How it? do you think you would have reacted? I have no I th- idea. I feel like you would have been okay. I mean, there because it was coming from you, I I wouldn't have probably taken it as personally, but my ego definitely would have been like, well, you know, fuck you, dude, just a little bit, like, come on, man, like, you know, like, where are you at? I thought I thought we were with, I, you know, I thought we were in the shit together, bro. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but then also, see, that's another type of viewpoint, yeah, uh, because or perception or what perspective, absolutely, uh, because black people can't stand seeing those videos. Dude, you know, and um, and yeah. yeah, when when the when the George Floyd one happened, mm-hmm. people hated that. Like that's why I think there was like that such a huge uprising because just watching that was like really bad. So yeah, like nah, I don't know, don't nobody want to see that shit. Like yeah. we know it happens, right? So it's just like, yeah. um, but eventually, like I said, I did get concerned, but eventually I knew that you were like. You know, come around. Yeah. Um, but it was just funny because I'm. T- that is how. Um, for me to have said something about your parents, I felt like even that was a big deal. But that's for me. That's how I knew how um, obvious it was because, like I said, it was just all of a sudden, and then just like so much, yeah. like you know, yeah. all the time, every hour. And yeah. And <laughs> every I hour just, on the hour. Yeah, and I just knew that that would be something that would be noticed. Um, by someone close to you, especially because I also knew that that was very uncharacteristic of you. So I, I thought that someone would would say something. Yeah, there's a I, I read a book I read a book recently called The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. You and this book. And Everybody need to get this book. You're bro, always talking about this book. I mean, it's a fantastic book. Uh, changed my life definitely. Uh, I got about halfway through it, and every time I picked it up, I just cried every time I every time I picked it up. Um, but I went out and bought like f- three of his other books, mm-hmm. and um, the one that I'm reading right now is called The Four Agreements. Actually, a very popular book. And um, in the beginning of the book, in like the preface, he talks about uh, he, what he does is he preaches or he he comes he teaches from a uh, a Toltec a Toltec wisdom perspective. Toltecs are like ancient, uh, uh, like Mexican uh, shamans and these types of things, oh, okay. and uh, he come, he, you know, he comes from a Toltec wisdom perspective, and he talks about how the Toltecs had a word for, for these, for these thoughts that become clouded, that cloud your mind and preoccupy your brain. It's called the metota. The metota is the fog. It's it's always there in front of you. That's blinding you from from what's really there. And uh, the Indians call it Maya, and that's what uh, that's what police brutality came for me. It became part of my metota and my Maya. Mm. It was blinding me from, uh, from from everything else or from anything else that could have really been there. And even without it, I wouldn't have been able to see. I feel like, you know, it's a you go on these you go on this journey, this journey called life. And if you decide to have your 
your own awakenings or, or do your own inner and spiritual work, uh, you will you will grow and that little third eye right there starts to open up a little bit more and more and more over time, but it's real easy to close it up again. Anyways, my point is, is each time you have an awakening or an enlightenment in your life, it compounds on the other one. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, because you'll have one and you think, oh my God, there's so many things I was just missing or that I was blind to or that I didn't see or I was, what have I been doing? And then you're like, oh, I got it now though. And then you have another one and you're like, oh my God, I still didn't know anything. What am I doing? <laughs> hey bro, you continue to learn as you, as, right. you, know, as you grow. It's the, but yeah. it's what's interesting for me is that, so I have not had any awakenings as far as I know lately. Um, I know, what you, I get what you say, you know. Yeah, you it's a that. very profound um, and impactful experience and you, yeah, you won't forget it. You'll be like, oh yeah, that time this thing happened. You're like, oh. But the thing is, even when you say that, For me, I feel like I wonder what it must feel like to not have that weight, because I don't believe that there is any amount of awakening that I could have, because I do have this understanding of police brutality being heavy and it, you know, being something that can have, you know, negative energy and cloud your mind and affect the way you think and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But at the end of the day, I can't. It's not something that I can escape. Right. So like even if I even if I do have this awakening every time I get pulled over or something like that like I'm gonna get nervous, right? And that's the thing is is you, uh, <laughs> it it's not that you can't escape it because you're black. It's that you can't escape it because it's always it will always be on your mind. But that's It'll, because I'm black though in this country. Well, no, it's because you haven't reached that point where, arguably, one hundred percent, being black here has its uh, risks 100% undoubtedly. I would never argue against that. But as the individual, as Joshua himself, there you, you could reach a point to which this thing doesn't occupy you in your mind all the time. But when you are presented with a situation, you are aware. You, you, be, you know, Just like how you said you will become nervous when you get pulled over by a cop. Rightfully so. But you could get to a point in your life where you don't become nervous but you still understand where this could go. And I, and I, can, I can see and, and, and understand how some people might be like, that doesn't make any sense. Because if you still understand where it could go, why wouldn't you be nervous? But the nervousness comes from the idea in your head. It's the preoccupation of what could be, the possibility, as opposed to what is. But that's the thing. That is what is. <laughs> like for... Like but every I, time like you I, get pulled over... It's not bad, right? No, it's not. But the thing is, is like, see, that's why I say like that, like that weight that is because that is, for, you know, for being a a, a a black person in America, like, yeah, that is like, can you understand like what I have seen as far as like the history of black people in this country? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is what is because like right. that, that, that also isn't the history. It's also like current like present day yeah um when i what i say is or what what is uh i'm referring specifically to the present moment or like state of mind or uh yeah i mean you can call it your state of mind but the present moment right if you get pulled over by a police officer what is all that is is that you just got pulled over that's all that is history didn't go away conditionings didn't change but in your mind there is, I mean, uh, this is a whole nother topic, like, as far as, like, people have an idea of what past 
what the past is and the present and the future. We like to label things because we have to make sense of them. So we believe there should be a past and a future. Um, past is just things that we think we remembered or memories that happened to us that aren't happening right now, right? There technically is no such thing as the past or the future. There only is the present moment. Now, because we are all humans, because we have the human condition, and we believe in the past, or we label these things and we created them ourselves, slavery happened, Jim Crow happened, horrible atrocities, these things have happened, they've all been written down in books, there's undeniable history there. But that police officer may have, he has his own idea and interpretation of what those things are, just as you have your own idea and interpretation of what those things are. Typically, those things don't match up, right, between two total strangers. A lot of times they can, but let's just say for the purposes of this scenario, you're getting pulled over a police officer, they don't probably match up. <laughs> yeah, right? especially, I agree. Especially since even if that police officer is black himself, he's had his own new conditionings and his own new perspective created from going through that, a police academy. Mm-hmm. He's no longer, he's, he is thinking through a hive mind, just like we talked about earlier with the waveforms and thoughts being passed on between other people. Police officers have that weird brotherhood, right? They all think alike. They all look at things the same way. They all do things the same way. They all, I mean, they even like walk and talk. They like to, you know, it's all kind of a mm, very eerily similar thing, right? <clears throat> so for the purposes of that scenario, there is no past or future, but the people involved, they have that understanding. They have that realization or they have that reality that there is a past and a future. So you're not living in the present moment. When you get pulled over, you're living in the future, and the future creates anxiety because you're imagining what could happen, not what is happening right now. Because what is happening is he's walking up to your door, you have your hands on the steering wheel, maybe he starts getting mad and yelling at you. But what is happening is he's getting mad and yelling at you, and then ha- what are you doing? And this is not to say that you should submit to other people, or you know, it gets very gray area for people because when you get when you get to where not when you get there, but you know, if, if, if somebody happens to get to the amount of awareness or, or, or the position that I'm in now, you understand that, you know, I mean, obviously violence just begets violence and people have, we talked about this before, you walk up to my car and you give me attitude, you're going to get the attitude, right? But when you get to the certain point and you realize that the attitude is not for you, the attitude is a reflection of this person himself. So if he comes to your window and he starts bitching at you and yelling at you and doing these things, if it happened to me, I have the understanding, this is not for me. This is because of what's going on in between your ears. I don't take this personally. If you want to yell at me, that's okay. I'm not going to kiss your ass. I'm not going to do all these things, right? But I get it, bro. That's okay. You're human. You're flawed. If you had all the, if everybody was perfect, we would all have this understanding and we would live in paradise. Ooh, and that kind of goes to a great similarity between the bible and the kingdom of heaven and jesus but when you talk about like getting stopped and like being in that present moment you Mm -hmm. say in the present moment what's happening is you're getting stopped Mm -hmm. but like you leave out something that's like super important and crucial in this country if i were getting stopped in that present moment i would be getting stopped and i would be getting stopped as a black man like in this country and it is a proven fact that in this country when uh, a black person is stopped uh, by a police even for a uh, what is it traffic violation, it more uh, it more likely ends in violence as opposed to if if you were getting stopped by the police. Mm-hmm. Like that is also something that is 
present with me in that moment. And that is why that history and all of that stuff matters and why it also affects the future. So, like, that's something that's important that can't be left out because I, I, I absolutely agree that we're, like... I absolutely agree that we're all humans. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that we, I believe that there is one, one species or, well, there are more than one species, but you know, like, <laughs> of, of human, you know, like, we're all is, the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I we're all the same. There's only one. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's There's only like one race. It's yeah. It's only, race. That's what I mean. Like it's, yeah. it's uh, and that's proven, you know? So, but at the end of the day, we live in a reality in this country that does not, take science into effect right and i understand it's it's i can i i can understand how it's very um it might be very difficult to see or understand what i'm saying because i understand how you're interpreting it this way but it's i'm not trying to diminish any of the history or any of those things or your personal experience it's just a particular mindset. And I understand, you know, like I said, I, I, I understand that when you get pulled over, it's not that you're just getting pulled over. It's that all of these other things come into effect. But like I said, because humans are flawed, and I'm not, this is not, I'm not using that as an excuse for this type of behavior or any of those actions. That's not what that is. What it is is an understanding that you, you all kinds of messed up, right? Because I don't know where you've been or who what you done or any of these things or how you grew up or what your mama told you or what your mama taught you, right? Like all of these things. But that's the apprehension that we focus on in our heads, you know, and as a black man, I can understand that right, right, you know, duly so. But <clears throat> when I say living, it, it, I don't know, it's kind of, I guess it's, it's really hard to explain. <laughs> I actually get what you're saying, like, but I still, for it's, me, it's still like that. It's like, nice to not have that weight oh for sure because i i can assure you that if you were black then it would you you would be awakened like but at the same time that that shit is still going way heavy on you right so let's think about this i mean i mean and there are degrees there are uh, again like degrees of of awakening and 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 uh you know having your own enlightenments and these types of things awareness because like i said every time i thought i had it figured out the next time I realized, oh, man, no, I didn't have it figured out. So it goes on and on and on. Um, but there was, or there is, I don't know if he's still alive, but there's a black guy who used to go and uh, reform clan members. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I've seen this guy before. You know? So this in itself can show you and tell you how so easily swayed and manipulated the human mind can be. Right? Obviously racism not good right i don't agree with it i'm not saying that swaying somebody away from racism is just like well look how easy this is because it's not easy right it's not easy because i understand what it's like to live through that lens not a lens of racism obviously but a lens of anything else just being preoccupied and thinking you know a certain thing or convincing yourself that whatever it is your thought is is the truth or it's your truth and because it's your truth you live through it and so um yeah i just i don't know i forgot what i started talking about because like i i mean i can imagine that that black man who mm-hmm. reformed clan members when he probably first started out doing that i'm sure he was real you know scared just doing it talking to hanging out with those people and talking to them and doing those things 
But I, if he's still doing it, or by the time he finished it, I bet you he got real comfortable doing it. Oh, yeah. It. Right? And so this is just another thing. It's a matter of experience. And those kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say that that, I wouldn't say that those two different, uh, I wouldn't say the awareness and the experience are necessarily level. Right? I wouldn't agree that those are necessarily the same thing or that you could equate them or that they would grow at the same rate. Because you can have experience over a lifetime and you can get comfortable, but if you have, if you if you didn't if I didn't have as much awareness, or if I had more awareness and not as much experience, I'd be able to control myself, right? So I might be able to, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say that because that sounds just not plausible. There's no way for me to know that because I'm not a black man, but. Let's just say I'm terrified of. What were you gonna say? You might be able to. I was gonna say if I, if I, as myself, as a black man, had little experience but a ton of awareness and enlightenment, I might be able to walk into a situation like that with a clan member to try to reform them, without any of that fear or hesitancy or trepidation or any of those things, because it's not on my mind, right? The experience lessens those feelings it lessens those preconceived notions it lessens the anticipation of a particular or possible outcome that's what experience does that's what comfort is but when you are when you allow yourself to not be ruled or controlled by the emotion then you then you come empty you come open so I think you're right yeah yeah and because, yeah, you know, there, I, I don't believe that there is a black man alive with enough in this country, uh, in this country, because it's just. I it, understand because it's, again, the history, the potential futures, the things that are happening in the world today, they they weigh on you. They live in you. They stay in you. Yeah, bro, and you don't have a choice. It's right. not it's not something that you can it isn't. It isn't. Right. That's why I said there's no there is no amount of awareness because the, that awareness doesn't fit the reality because we <laughs> live in a society where people will literally just just people of color in general where people will literally start yelling at you and saying go back to your country and all this type of stuff even though that's just completely stupid it makes no sense and doesn't mm-hmm. fit history yeah but yeah we live in that type of society we live in that type of society where yes if i get pulled over he could have absolutely just been pulling me over because i was black and driving a nice car mm-hmm. so that awareness and the reality don't fit whatsoever and because i don't believe that there is <laughs> any black man alive in this country that would go into a situation like that and not be scared, regardless mm-hmm. of any kind of awareness he had. If you were going in there reforming clan members, yeah. like there is, no, there isn't, there is no amount of, I, and 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 honestly, there couldn't even be a, there couldn't be a black person to stand in front of me and tell me that and me believe <laughs> and them. You believe it, yeah. Yes, <laughs> like no way, like you would go and do that by yourself? Mm. Absolutely not. Like no. Like, would you I believe it if you saw it? Would I believe it if I saw it as far as 
as far as him not having any fear? Or as like far as if, if, would, if, you, would you believe it if you saw him do it? How would that be a? How would you make that like a tangible? Like how would how how would I be able to see him not be afraid? I see. Um, I don't know. I mean, and just, even if I saw somebody just walk up to a whole bunch of fucking clan members and trying to hell now, nah, I ain't gonna believe you. You probably pissing in your <laughs> pants on the inside. No, yeah. like bro, no, like bro, it's just not the even the. You know, people talk about the Confederate flag and all that, mm -hmm. and they talk about how it's just a symbol. Yes, seeing the Confederate flag does something to you as a black person. I don't know if it's, I know maybe it might not be all black people, but for, for <clears throat> excuse me, a good majority of black people, even just seeing the Confederate flag can, flag can like inflame passions because of what it represents. Like yeah, it's when when the when the freaking clan used to ride out, they would have confederate confederate flags and like like that's that is a very powerful and strong symbol. Mm -hmm. So, even a symbol like that can make you nervous to see. I get nervous when I see that on someone's like a sticker on someone's truck if they're uh, driving yeah. in front of me. Mm -hmm. Like yes, because in my head it's I'm thinking in my head like okay, what kind of person is this? Right. Like just because of that simple. So yeah, it, there is it, it for real. You could have I'm telling you, you could be the fucking Zen guru. And if your ass had to come back and be a black man in the south, going to Alabama or somewhere by yours Ain't no way you gonna tell me that you're not scared, bro. Like that's <laughs> that, 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 that. There's just no fucking way. You couldn't believe it. Hell no. So uh, that, that so that is why he wouldn't though. He wouldn't be scared. He, man, he would be scared as fuck. Well, here's the like, thing. That, he would be he, terrified. He, he wouldn't be terrified at all because he would understand that this is just a physical form, and once the physical form ends, mm -hmm. the 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 spirit goes on. And what he gonna be scared of is that pain that he gonna think about that would be inflicted upon that physical. You know what they used to do to black people? Cut off their penises mm -hmm. and all that. Like, man. Well, here's the thing, bro. though. Here's the thing. There, there would be no Zen master who would submit himself to any, uh, you know, high risk situation in which. Well, that he would was do just a, like that. that was just an example. But if his ass was the Zen guru master, and he ever encountered any and he one clansman or something like that, I mean, nah. whatever it was, I'm I'm just thinking like a group of just mean looking white folk, like who, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, like you you know, because like for real, man, so like you could you couldn't tell me that you just just bro, it's just it's just not it's not. I, I I understand what you're saying. I just I I've, I I just I know it transcends race for the, for the individual. Not not because because again they wouldn't uh, they understand that other people don't uh, process or think or perceive things the same way that they do. But they understand that they don't They the individual doesn't identify as being black. And 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 I get and I get that. But the thing is. In this country, like for right. real, I completely understand that transcendence. But in this country, you cannot, um, not have an understanding about that. Like you right. can, that's you what can I'm saying. Yeah, you can understand that they're you're uh, still conscious of yeah, it. You're you can, aware of it. You yeah, don't submit you yourself not, not to, be it. Conscious to it. You don't and submit yourself to it. But it's but you don't you don't uh, if the situation arises. This this is when we practice these things. We don't we don't put ourselves in harm's way in order to practice mm -hmm. we don't do that 
you know so he wouldn't i mean the the zen master or or the or the or the awakened black man wouldn't do that either you know but when the situation does arise he would uh this would be his time to practice and and, and you know why he wouldn't do that because he said i ain't fucking with them clean. <laughs> that's why he wouldn't do that because ain't no because ain't no black man crazy enough to do no shit like that well except for the one black man that was going around converting clansmen right well i mean like let's just i mean I don't know how often that happens, but let's just say it wasn't a, a group of Klansmen or something. It's just a. Well, I don't even know how we. Some random white people <laughs> on the street, right? Like, I'd say some white people across the street and they're like, hey, go back to where you well, came I mean, from. And, well, it depends. Because, you know, honestly, I'd be looking for those. Like, when I'd be seeing them on, uh, like, um, YouTube and Facebook and stuff, and mm-hmm. they'd be like yelling at folks, you know, oh, go back to your country and shit like that. I'd be thinking in my head, like, why did it never happen to me? I would love for mm-hmm. that to happen to me. <laughs> for real. Cause I would eat the ass up. That's the only reason I would. Cause a lot of times I'd be feeling like th- these people. I just be like, y'all just do not be handling them the way you need to. Mm-hmm. Because while I understand, yes, I control the way that I react and all this shit. But like, you ain't like, nah, that's not okay. Like that's not okay for you mm-hmm. to. And and we live in the south. Sometimes people have to be taught their manners. <laughs> so, there's so, there's so much identity saying. in that sentence, bro. <laughs> I know. I, a whole bunch. So much identity, so much culture. Um, but like, yeah, like I always be thinking, why don't this ever happen to me? Cause or even happen like while I'm around, just so I can yell at some mean white folks. No, but, but yeah. That was pretty much what I wanted to talk about, about that conversation. Yeah. But, like, it really didn't affect me, honestly. The only thing that it affected was me being unsure of, like, kind of where you wanted to go as far as, like, the podcast. We can go anywhere. Which I had always had the understanding. Yeah. It just seems like we were talking about those things just because it was going on at the time. It was prevalent. Yeah. Yeah, Because it was happening like every day. I mean, we probably would have talked about them anyway, but I mean, like if I had had this awakening before we started the podcast, I wouldn't have been looking into them. I wouldn't have been searching for it. Yeah. That would have been the only difference. And that's just kind of where I'm at now. I'm not searching for it. Well, that's good because that shit was, that was unhealthy. So, yeah. So I'm glad you stopped doing that. <laughs> Thanks, man. Me yeah, too. Because for real, I ain't. I'm not mad at not getting no uh, police brutalities in my DM. No. <laughs> you won't be getting any of those. Good. You might real. be getting some Eckhart Tolle videos now, man. Just <laughs> be. <laughs> We're gonna oh, go joy. total one eighty, right? You're gonna be like, ah, oh, he's always sending me these Zen master videos. Uh, That's better than police brutality. Uh, this okay. old German guy is always just like, oh. <laughs> okay. If y'all don't know who Eckhart Tolle is, go watch, go watch, just YouTube Eckhart Tolle, man. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure this will not be the last time you've heard of him on this show. Yeah, it definitely won't be. Okay, well, good. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I enjoyed that episode. Yeah, I think it was important that we had that conversation. Yeah. Um. And then also some people might not know exactly what we were talking about just because we didn't get too deep into it. Yeah, they'll they'll uh, there's a there's a follow up or a precursor following this episode, which will yeah. kind of give them a, a better idea as to what was going on. I just felt like it was important for us to have that conversation, then also for us to record it after us talking about um, what we spoke about before. Yeah, uh, yeah. because. I just didn't, for, honestly, not only just for the podcast, but like I said, for our friendship. I didn't want there to be any, like, weirdness or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, I'm glad that we talked about it, and I hope people, like, enjoy it. They will. And I hope you guys hit us up, like I was saying. 